Hi everyone, welcome to the Pack the Five podcast, a podcast about management and management theories. So touching upon subjects that deal with productivity in organizations and engagement of people in organizations and theories that are aimed at improving those things. As a disclaimer, I'm approaching everything related to management theories from a critical rationalist perspective, which is the philosophy that there aren't any fundamental truths in any domain of knowledge, therefore also not in management theories. And so the best thing we can do is when we have a theory is to ask ourselves, how can it be improved? What problem is the theory solving? Why is it solving a problem? And through those questions, actually make progress in finding ever better theories and better understanding of what works and what doesn't work in management. So I'm not advertising any existing theories as being the one and final theories that will always work or something like that. Instead, I'm seeking for good understanding and ever improving versions of theories. And to do that, obviously, I have to send them out through this uh, podcast. But equally, importantly, I'm seeking for feedback uh, and criticism on the things that I'm sending out. And to do so, you can reach me at bart at pactifymanagement.com or at my LinkedIn page. Um, but for now, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Bye-bye. Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today I'd like to talk about what I call we should management. We should management, um, where the we should is between brackets, is a form of management where we refrain um, strictly to expressions that start with those two words. Um, for example, we should be more customer focused, we should be more agile, we should um, lower costs, we should um, invest in the future, we should innovate and you can go on um, almost forever with these types of um, expressions. And so we should management is management where most of what you say, most of how you direct teams uh, relies on expressions like that expressions that start with those two words we should now i want to point out two mistakes that i think are present in in those types of expressions uh, even if they involve only two words uh, but i think there are two uh, at least two mistakes um, in the we should uh, expression first of all the word we um there is basically no we um, there is no um, two identical people in organizations that exactly do the same so of which you could say uh, we can consider them as an entity and 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 they can then consider themselves as as we as one entity because they do the same thing but um, everybody contributes in different ways to progress um, you can either contribute uh, positively 
and then you still have different ways of contributing positively but you can also contribute negatively um, and if you have a group that contributes positively and another group that contributes negatively the overall progress may be even zero or non-existent but the point is that every individual within every role contributes in a very specific way to progress be it positive or negative and so there is really no we because if you would speak about we then you would consider everybody to be equal and everybody doing the same thing uh, in the sense of contributing to progress and already that is um is 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 a generalization which is of no use and also false uh, in its essence the second word should um typically is followed by something very general uh, when you say we should you almost have to or you're obliged to um, say something let's say very general something about innovation something about progress about the customer about the cost about productivity and all those general concepts so um, you are obliged to follow up the we should with something very general which um, implies a second mistake which is that your whole statement becomes um, a generalization it, it may be relevant it may be directionally true but people don't really um, see the meaning for them personally it's it's almost um, entirely obvious um, and if you would turn those sentences around like saying we should not focus on the customer or we should not innovate um, those negations become extremely obvious um, for being for being senseless and so therefore the normal expression we should innovate we should think about the customer therefore also becomes uh, completely obvious and, and so doesn't hold any knowledge or insight that is relevant uh, where you can build upon so it's you're basically forced to say uh, extremely general statements of which the negation or the the opposite is um, self evidently wrong uh, therefore the other side of the expression becomes uh, utterly uh, obvious and therefore doesn't mean a lot for the people who you address uh, and therefore you could say uh, why am i saying this if it's uh, all that obvious on the one hand side and um, not really useful or helpful to the to the people that are um, uh, your audience uh, or the recipients of those messages so those are two um, mistakes with the we should management so there is no we and the we should is always followed by something which is inherently almost 100 percent obvious and generalized and therefore less or not useful to the audience you're talking to now where do we hear these statements um you have different levels of uh, forums uh, where these things can be heard and, and some are innocent like for example if if a CEO has to address the market or address the public on television it's logical that you get these kinds of general statements because you cannot also reveal too much if the audience is that broad and is external to your company um, then you could um, go back to those kind of expressions um, 
also in annual reports for example um, it's not that bad to use these kind, kind of uh, expressions but where it becomes a little bit more tricky and where you often hear and see it is in actual individual meetings um, where you should be talking about how can we make progress where you should be listening to different ideas different uh, criticisms on ideas uh, from everyone basically um, around the table and and if you dare invest the time or, or hijack even the time uh, to convey only these we should messages then the impact is is bigger and and negative um, because you're refraining the group from coming up with constructive side constructive ideas tangible progress progress uh, uh, complementing each other uh, with pieces of information that everyone lacks in order to make progress uh, correcting errors in certain ideas or theories um, and that's what meetings should be about and only be about and not uh, about these types of uh, generalized statements they don't only take time uh, but as said before um, they are too general to mean anything and add anything to to a meeting or to the progress that um, is trying to be built in that meeting um, how can you improve uh, such things is uh, simply first of all by stopping to make them um, that often those statements so let's say cut them in half the number of statements in that type of format that you make and therefore liberate time for meetings or communications to be much more much more bi-directional or multi-directional whereas um, Whereas the focus of, of the communication or the, the discussion is about the ideas that uh, live around the table to solve a problem and how those ideas can make it into reality uh, where things um, can be improved on those ideas, uh, how we can learn from the past in improving those ideas, how other people with other pieces of information and insights can add to those ideas to make them better. All those types of dynamics are the ones that have to be primordially taking place in any type of meeting, in any type of discussion um, and deserve all the room, all the attention, all the energy and all the time as opposed to the we should uh, expressions or the we should statements. Um, it's 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 not so easy to change as with all of the things because those we should statements um, they are a little bit culturally inherited in management. We refrain or we rely on them. We um, hope that when we do those, we should uh, expressions that, um, that, that has some kind of an effect on a group. But I think if the group is already engaged, you don't add any positive effect through that expression. And if the group is not engaged, um, the expression can even work counterproductively because the negative, um, the negative ones will interpret it uh, even more negatively and, and, and may even use it against you. So the use of those expressions remains uh, very, very low. So therefore, the main advice is not to um, express them or express them um, much fewer uh, or, or a lot fewer um, and make room for, as I said, progress based upon ideas insights exchanges that can happen 
between people in the meetings uh, and that are focused on the ideas that will make it and that contribute to progress and how those ideas can even be improved. Um, it might take some time, it might take some practice. As I said, it's culturally inherited. Um, you see a lot of CEOs on television um, do it and, and maybe other CEOs or other managers simply copy it because they, they see it uh, around them. They may have learned it from their previous bosses as well. Uh, so it's a cultural thing. Um, but if you think through it clearly, then you must recognize that uh, it has no value. It, it doesn't mean a lot for progress. It doesn't mean a lot for the people you address yourself to. Uh, and there are other dynamics that should take place uh, instead of these type of we should um, management expressions. So that was what I wanted to share for now. Thanks again for listening. Hope this is of any use. Looking forward to any kind of feedback or comments. Thank you again and uh, talk to you later.